Almost there. Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest edition of the Geek Explain Book Club, where every single Friday I, alongside my fellow battlers in the war to end all things, go through every single issue of every single volume of Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's. We're there. I mean, we're we're pretty we're, much there. Oh my gosh, uh, we're pretty much there. No, I mean, we're, we we're, still we're got almost one more. there. We got one more. Listen, we're truly the the almost is there. The yeah, is the end is the beginning. Smashing pumpkins. <laughs> we're talking invincible. <laughs> we're talking invincible. We are we are nearly there, folks. We have been on an odyssey. And we, it feels like a lifetime ago that we started this little book club. It was, in fact, 27 weeks ago when uh-huh. we started yeah. our journey with Mark Grayson, Nolan Grayson, Adam Eve, and the like. And Ain't we're here. Crazy? We yeah. are here. We have gone through over 130 chapters, and now it is time to bring it to a close. This is part one of The End of All Things. Part two will be next week. And um, Jacob has put it very well in texts in our group chat. He, he's, he's been putting off reading this because this is his first time reading these last two volumes and it's it's bittersweet but before we uh before we dive into it uh just real quick jacob how was the uh how was the funeral oh gosh you were off planet yeah yeah how Uh, was that uh it was great i didn't believe it until i was there and then um it was very much like um Somebody was playing across the across the stars um, oh. while this was happening, and uh, and it was so bitter. I really thought he was alive from the last. I I thought he was okay. I thought he was going to be okay from the last the last time we left off. I really thought he was okay, and it wasn't until I realized, oh, there's a funeral here. Oh, that's too bad. This is the first big casualty of this whole big thing. This is this is just what the way to set the mood for the rest of what's going to go on. <laughs> yeah, well, we're um, not bitter at all for not being invited to that. Uh, no, it's fun. I totally read the first three pages of this, not thinking about that at all. Nothing about it at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except so, for oh, I'm sorry. Except for panel two of the first page, yeah. Where if you, you look at panel you can two, clearly see you can him. Clearly see Jacob. You can right clearly there. see Jacob. He's I, there. Right there. Uh, I'm next to I'm next to this weird alien that uh, that uh, encountered Eve when it, when she went to go get like I'm next to the Galadarians, basically. Yeah, that's, that's if you look in the, the second panel of the first page. Um, <clears throat> In the crowd sequence, you can clearly see Jacob standing next to the Galdarians. 
Unbelievable. Um, it's, it was it's crazy. It's crazy. It was also it was a little upsetting that nobody was wearing a mask at yeah, also too. I mean, they're in know, space. I don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know how it yeah. is on Telescria. They have yeah. universal health care. So yeah, I imagine they honestly handled COVID pretty fast. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. It that was, was probably the safest place for you to be. I was the yeah, I was the only one wearing a mask, and I still felt still felt unsafe. That's mm, the thing. It's weird. It's, it's big weird. Crowds. It weird. Big crowds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big alien crowds. But, but yes. they were all like, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that? <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Eric Azana, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, the only two men who I would take into battle to decide the fate of the entire multiverse. First off, returning from the uh, funeral service on Telescria, Jacob Brown. Being a hero is bullshit. And Malcolm Russell Nelson. Aye, aye. Being a hero is bullshit. <laughs> right. Let me tell you we... something. It's, it's bullshit. It really is. This week, we are tackling The End of All Things Part 1. That's volume 24 of Invincible issues 133 through 138. And boys, this was a doozy from start to finish. So let's just uh-huh. go ahead and dive into it. Oh. It opens up on what for Jacob is a very familiar scene, the funeral for Olivier. Um, I love that the first panel is literally just Olivier, like in the, in the, in the middle of the service, (laughs) looking snazzy in his space suit. Looking snazzy. You know, it's like if uh, it's like being at the funeral of, uh, of um, Freddie Mercury. That's kind of what it looks like. It looks like the funeral of Freddie Mercury. If if that funeral was on that boot, because this reminded me yes. a lot of Padme's funeral. This is yeah. very much that. Yeah, I was, I was playing very much that. the same vibe. Yeah. I was playing across the stars as I was reading this, <laughs> just to set the mood. It was really with the French upsetting. version, obviously. Oh yes, uh, with a French <laughs> horn. It was a French we, horn playing. We 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 Oh, Padme. <laughs> so. The funeral yeah, like is appropriately sad. There are it, and I love that there's no dialogue. It's just all ambiance. It's all sad yeah. music as we are witnessing the burial of Olivier. And essentially, it looks like it's not the like burial. It's all, a cremation. Like yeah, like all yeah. Star Trek deaths. It's yeah. all cremation. They give him I the Yondu it. treatment from yeah. from Guardians Volume Two, where they. I let don't the, remember that. You should rewatch it. It's a good boom. I just don't need to rewatch it. It's my least favorite superhero movie of all time. <laughs> That's wild when Catwoman exists. But yeah. Um, yeah. That says something. so Olivier gets shot off into the stars. He was the most human. Oh, all the souls have been counted. His was the most human. 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 <laughs> It's like he doesn't even say the word. It's just like no. a girl like <laughs> human. I love I I think that is the best moment of Shatner's acting career. <laughs> it that is. is literally his finest moment. That was yeah. that was his moment that to get know? an Oscar, and that was it. Honestly, right he could have yeah. gotten an Oscar for Wrath of Khan. I think he's wonderful God. in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. So good in that. Buried alive. Buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> so am I gonna watch Rath Khan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're at the funeral, uh, and Alan has to say something. 
he has to say to Mark, I'm so very sorry. And Mark at Mark pulls a Brit at this funeral and goes, decides the only way to honor Olivier is to enact some French violence upon this man. Mm-hmm. And so he starts wailing on Alan, mm-hmm. just punching him through the city, which I love. I love I love that the automatopoeia for this is all just French phrases, too. So yeah. the first one is Zutama. And then the second one is Sacre <laughs> I don't see <laughs> the whole deal. It's great. Um, I think that was a really cool thing that they did. Yeah, man, I, it was Mon surprising. Mon <laughs> Baguette, <laughs> baguette. Yes, capuccino. <laughs> what is this? An Adam West? An Adam West episode? <laughs> yeah, but in French. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Robin, you must get to the bad camp. Le na 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 na. Oh man, we're never gonna get through this. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so I do love that. As soon as Mark begins the French melee, Tara just goes, "Is that how it is now? Everyone always fighting." Yes. Just really, and in the background, Nolan is like, "Should I like? Should I?" deal with should i get in between there debbie is like absolutely not you are getting nowhere in, in between this this is now a young man's game you need to you need to focus up and so mark is obviously processing his grief he even goes he even tries to headbutt uh headbutt alan straight in the eye alan just narrowly avoids it by turning his head i love yeah. it and we get the official reveal because it was hinted at and it was you know surmised in the in the previous volume that that olivier had been undercover that he was trying to gain thrag's favor but this definitively says that he was tasked he volunteered to help alan try and infiltrate thrag's forces and voluntarily gave up his uh his cover to save mark um and it's just it is it's a heartbreaking scene. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, by the way, just unrelated, but I need to say this aside. Eve's hair is exquisitely done. In Eve's this. hair is exquisitely done. Uh, I Eve's love that style on her. Really fine. The braid over the <laughs> she shoulder. She looks incredible. She looks. That's, yeah, that's, I just that love ain't a funeral dress. I love like the low braid. Yeah, over the shoulder. Yeah. It just it looks really yeah. good. It looks yeah. really good. I've always really good like that. But yeah, that that ain't a funeral dress. That's a party dress. She looks like she's going to like the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, so, that is an exquisite dress. She looks amazing. Ryan like Otley. Space Vera Wang pulled it out. Yes, <laughs> Ryan Otley needs to be in the conversation of artists who know how to draw really great women, because there yeah. is a very small grouping. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's your Ancas and your Ryan Otley's. Your Ancas, your Ryan Otley's, your Joel Jones. Joel Jones, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marco Cicchetto. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, my God. Wow, yeah. Electra and her mounds Mm -hmm. and mounds of extensions. He's the only person that does a brown Electra, and I love that. It's incredible. like slightly brown. It's perfect. Check out Daredevil. It's wrapping up next month. So this month. Next month. December, they delayed it. Did they that? Ah, uh, December first. See that? Ah, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I did I, the final order for that like two weeks ago, so I was like, okay, that one's actually going to be on time, right? Nope. Of course. 
Because I think <laughs> I think because they wanted to make Devil's Reign the very next week, because that's when Devil's Reign number one comes yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah. either way, back onto Lesquia, <laughs> far away from the troubles of Matt Murdock and Electronachios. Um uh-huh. oh, can you imagine that crossover? We're not talking about it. Uh Eve gets Ooh. in the middle. <laughs> you already met Spider-Man. Jacob was right. We're never getting through this episode. No. no. Um, but because Eve, it's too hard. It's it's true. We don't want it to end. That's the point. Yeah. Like the French We're... anthem. <laughs> it just we never so... want it to end. We just want it to continue. Always. Is that what we think of the French anthem? <laughs> Are you saying you're anti-French? You have two. You have two answers here, Malcolm. <laughs> one of them is the right one. Allow me to give a third answer. I'm Senegalese, so I get to be anti-French. <laughs> you're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Malcolm gets an exemption for this one. Um, <laughs> oh, um, so Eve gets in the middle of Alan and Mark and just starts like beating on Mark for a second. I, yeah, I love that she immediately just takes out all of her frustration on Mark. Yeah. That's everybody is Everybody's having a tough time. Everybody yeah. is processing their grief in their own way. Um, even, you know, when Alan touches back down and Tara's like, why did my daddy fight you? Alan has this great, great moment. This great moment with Tara where he's like, your daddy is very upset. I don't want you to be scared. Everything's okay. And your mom and dad should be back here very soon. And she goes, why is your eye bleeding? He says, my eye is very sensitive. It doesn't take a lot to hurt me there. And your dad is very strong. You know, I remember a very young little girl who once punched me in the eye and it hurt really bad. She's like, really? He's like, yeah, that little girl was you when you were still a baby. She's like, cool. And then there's this she silent gives him moment. This look. <laughs> and he goes, Tara, I can tell you're thinking about punching me in the eye again. Please don't. <laughs> she just goes sorry i love it i love it tara's the best tara, tara is actually the best part of this entire like volume actually yeah she, it, she's the greatest she is definitely mark and eve's daughter like yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god sure. that that panel on the page previous to that where uh no one's like oh this fight's going on for a really long time i could put a stop to it and debbie's like no like you shouldn't do that like you only make things worse Stay here and be a grandfather. These kids need you. And Sarah's just like, yeah, Papa. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a little Debbie in her, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. They're definitely related. I love it. It's It's so so cute. It's adorable. (laughs) And so Mark and Eve have a conversation atop a skyscraper. Very Peter Parker, Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. It's. I mean, this is literally the opening sequence of Ryan Notley's run on Amazing Spider-Man. Absolutely right. It's literally exactly this. And so the two of them have this conversation that they know that they need to go after Thrag. This isn't a situation where they can retire. They have Thrag, where they have to (laughs) they have to deal with this or this is going to become a problem. It's already a problem. And so she and I love this. I I say it every single time. I love these page turn reveals. They are a ge- they are a genius team for this. Yeah. So she goes, there's something else we have to do before we leave. Something I regretted we'd never done when you were missing. He goes, oh, boom, page turn. They're married. Yes. Just, and both of uh, them looking absolutely radiant. Yeah, Completely. they both look amazing. Again, let's talk about Eve's hair. 
looks oh, incredible. Incredible. Oh, Whoever is her stylist is. Oh my god, deserves. Jesus. I think she does like. She does it herself, I think. That's what it is. That would make so? sense. Yeah. That would make she, sense, I guess. Because she uses she her powers. Control. Yeah, she just yeah, uses she's her She's an image and she just yeah, does it. And she's really like, dis- it's incredible. I completely uh, forgot. I completely forgot that they were meant to, they were supposed to get married. I completely, uh, yeah. like, so when this page turned, I was just like, oh, God dang it. That's right. Oh, I forgot about this. I am pretty mm-hmm. much Tara in this, like, in this picture yeah. when it, when it That's happens. the thing. Whee! It all comes down to Tara who's literally squeeing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. But I also love that they address in the very next panel how this affects Olivier's widow. Yeah. And yeah. like, she's like, you know, this is something like this. It's exactly what I needed. I need to see that there's still joy in this world. And I just, it's, it's difficult. It's a very thin line walking a wedding coming directly after a funeral, but I think mm-hmm. they do it very, very well here. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them go off. They have their, uh, they have their nice night together. Um, Alan goes, I, we need to talk about this Alan scene. Okay. Oh man. Cause Mark and, Mark and Eve are basically like, we need to go kill this guy so we can get on with our lives. And it goes over to Alan and Alan. And I'm assuming they're married now by now. Yeah. Maybe. He's the, he's the, I don't think they mentioned the coalition of planets. I kind of like, he has to be, you know, I don't know. Either way. Space is weird. He says (laughs) he's, he's basically like, um, he admits that he concocted this whole thing and Mastermind I fucking hate it. And I fucking uh-huh. hate it. Yeah. Uh-huh. This was a Cecil moment outside of Cecil. That's yes. what it was. This is, Absolutely yes. a Cecil moment. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. Every goddamn time I see Alan, I think of this. Really? Oh, yeah. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I will always hold this against Alan. I mean, it's this I is, will too. I, it's this hard is not to. The worst thing. <laughs> this is yeah. the worst thing he's done. Yeah. This is the worst thing that Alan could, especially because it's Alan. So yeah. every time we've Who seen we've him, in always this, I immediately think of this moment. So, <laughs> yeah. Because he says, he says, I knew pressing Oliver to meet, or sorry, I knew pressing Olivier to meet with Thrag, Thrag would cause him to test him. I, I made sure. Thrag knew where Mark and Eve were. Yeah. I put them in danger. I knew Thrag would use them as a test. I knew all this. I was desperate. I saw no other way. And now my friend is dead. I hate this. Yeah. I absolutely hate this. Alan becoming a leader has made him not a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And he even says, he's like, you know, I can rally my forces around them. Mark will be able to pull Nolan and the other Viltramites, something uh-huh. Olivier could never do. Can never and it do. bothers the shit out of me. Uh-huh. He used Olivier to get to Mark uh-huh. and Nolan. As a pawn. Yeah. As a pawn. To get to Mark and Nolan. Yep. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Ain't that a some bitch? <laughs> it really is. It seriously is. Like, um, this is this is what happens like that when Cecil was gone like this Alan was starting to feel like a little bit like that and this just proves that he's he's taken on he, that role yeah. taking on that new that role now and that's what kind of sucks by the way um what was the uh what was the caption for the cover on chapter one I'm glad you asked there are no captions anymore 
So they yeah. just had it for that one volume? They had it for like a volume. Yeah. Uh, but this, every issue just says the end of all things, part, whatever of 12. Got yeah, it. That's it. So, and off mic, uh, Malcolm and Jacob brought up something that I thought was really interesting as well. This first issue, this of the new arc, uh, issue 133, it's sold for 25 cents. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if memory serves, because I, I was actually thinking about this after Jacob brought it up. If memory serves, it's because this was the 25th anniversary of yes. Image Comics. Yes. Oh. And I think that Image had a bunch of books that year that were 25 cents. Interesting. That is, that is correct. Okay. Uh, there was there was also an issue of um, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. That was yeah. 25 cents 25 around cents. the same time. Yeah. Well, it was cool. like a few books that were 25 cents to celebrate that. So yeah. I think that was why this one was 25 cents. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So we go into chapter 134 and we immediately are met by Frag. Frag. And uh-huh. we find that he is dealing with what is her name again? With Ursal? I think it's Ursal, yeah. Yeah, Ursal. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because Onan was the brother. Okay. Yeah. Ursal is not dealing with the death of her brother well. And she is not dealing well with the fact that she now realizes how expendable she is to Thrag. Mm-hmm. And he's he is doing his absolute Kylo Ren best to convince her you're very special to me. You're very special. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hand. That yep. Yep. And it's You're still holding on. Let go. Let go. Um <laughs> and he convinces her. Convinces her successfully, and she, you know, goes to embrace him. And I don't. So there's a couple ways that this that this uh, four panel sequence could be taken. I think mm-hmm. because either a it shows that Thrag wants to absolutely rip her apart for being weak, but also realizes I need to keep as many of these guys alive as possible. So I'm going to hold on to this. Or, which I think is the much more interesting route, Thrag is changing. Interesting. Yeah. I fucking hate when you do this. He does this, he gives me this smug look. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Huh. I think, uh, I don't know. I I don't know about the compassion yet, because that really doesn't show when we get later on into this volume, too. Fair. And but it is curious. I did, it is but maybe curious. he has favorites. Maybe everybody has a favorite kid. Yeah, everybody fact. has a favorite like, kid. That's just fact. Just how it is. Yeah. I'm an only child. My mom's favorite kid was the dog. I get it. Like that's fine. <laughs> I'm not. You know, like I'm totally fine. With it. <laughs> Me and my therapist have talked about it a lot, and I'm okay with it. Like that's fine. <laughs> I've gotten over it. So we get back to Telescria and Alan admits to mark what he did which i thought was surprising in a very non-cecil fashion he actually owns up to it yeah and he's and he basically says look i fucked up but now you see how badly we need to solve this problem and i love again page turn again page turn reveal 
Yeah. Mark is his face across this conversation just turns into a more enraged grimace as it goes. And then finally, page turn reveal fucking Eve gets ready to rip this man asunder. Uh-huh. She straight up like pulls the floor to begin to like eat him, essentially. Yeah. And Mark is the one that says to let him go. And Eve does so. And Mark says, you did what I can't. You put the lives of the people before your loved ones. I think that's how it's supposed to be. I can't be mad at you for doing what's right. I don't think Olivier would be mad at you for that either. And Eve is Eve is over this. She's just like, I can't fucking be here right now. I gotta go. And so she leaves. Alan is like left in the remains of their carpet, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so they continue the conversation where Mark is like, look, it's fucked up what you did. We are going to stick with you. And Alan's like, I need more than just you. And he's, he says, you know, we need you to rally Nolan and the remaining Viltramites because we can't win this without them. And fucking Telia. Fucking I mean, it's a good t- point. She just didn't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Did we already taught your brother not to say dumb shit? (laughs) And she says, won't Olivier's death help you there too? Nolan will want revenge. And the daggers that Mark shoots at her with his eyes. Yeah. Tell ya. Oh my God. And immediately another great page turn reveal. Nolan wants nothing to do with it. He Uh says no. And he's, and they have this conver- they have this argument, this full-blown argument. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because there a lot of times across, you know, the conversations, the arguments, even the fights that they've had, Mark has always been portrayed as smaller than Nolan, whether it's in the framing, yeah. whether it's whatever. There yeah. is a panel on the second page of this argument, the very bottom, where the two of them are evenly high are yeah. Yeah. Exact same height. Yeah. It's, Mark, it's The Rock and uh, Vin Diesel in Fast Five. Uh, when yeah, they like, when, get up in each other's faces. When specifically oh, Dom Toretto is confronted by uh, Luke Hobbs and his crew at, at, a, the, at, at, a at the gathering race. of a street race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Previously, you saw in the film that uh, Dom Toretto as well as... Um, um, Brian. Brian. Brian O'Connor uh, Brian. won cars to use for the heist i'm gonna go make some coffee (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so the two of them have this argument mark says you know have you forgotten that you let thrag go in the first place and that's what breaks nolan that's what gets him it's also what breaks through him (laughs) you're absolutely right and again the Zutalor from the uh, from the windows are obviously <laughs> obviously paying tribute to Olivier in this entire volume, um, and he basically says, you know, I realize this is my fault. It's like I can't command my people to leave the leave the families they've built, but I will ask. Next page, we get great suit up 
great little mm. suit up scene, right? Mm, and I'm yeah. not even talking about this first page. They're getting into their uh, coalition their of planets approved, their cop gear. Mm-hmm. I love the coalition of planets costumes. I yeah. love them because I love a team that looks like a team. He, he, That's why the Malcolm best X-Men some uniforms. I love me some Power Rangers. The best X-Men uniforms are when they have team uniforms that look like they're on a team together. Very Agreed. true. Agreed. And all the Coalition of Planets costumes look the same. It's very Star Trek. It's tight. I yes, love it. Absolutely. It's yeah. so sick. Very uh, Star <laughs> but Trek they don't last very long. Super Sentai. But yeah. as they... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So they're getting... <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. TM, Geek Explain Podcast. Wait, I guess, uh, Jacob I guess Brown, that's kind Michael of... Russell Nelson, Eric Zana. I guess that's kind of already happened. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. That's no, it kind hasn't. of SPD. Trademark. Nope. That's kind no, of hasn't. SPD. Those are, those are cops on a foreign planet. That's not space Star Trek. Different. Very different. Very space different. Star Trek. Space Star Trek. Very different. Very I guess different. it'd be like Power Rangers in space mixed with SPD. We just remove the SPD. Just we don't need to sound like we're derivative. Saying that we're like Star Trek is derivative enough. We are a <laughs> universally <laughs> original IP and we will be pitching ourselves to the sharks on Shark Tank in that way. I got it. I got it. Power Rangers Star Wars. That's yeah. totally original. Easy. Right? We've yeah. never seen it yeah. before. Boom. Yeah. We've never I, seen it. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad we've done this so. pitch meeting. Thank you for joining us. Nobody steal. You hear this? Nobody listeners? steal our stuff. Okay, we guys, have dibs. Nobody steal this. We have dibs. <laughs> we have dibs. <laughs> so... They're putting on the uniforms, and Eve obviously does not share the same opinions as Malcolm. She does not like... She hates them. Not like the outfit. And she <laughs> says, you know, the cape is too big, doesn't feel right, this just isn't working for me. I, I love that's the complaint, idea. that the cape is too big. Because her so cape funny. always just, like, hit the, the middle of her always... back. Yeah. <laughs> at the longest. And so she's like, I have a better idea. And kablam! Back in the suits... <laughs> Oh my God! We get a nice little allons-y, and there we are. I love. I'm gonna admit it. I loved seeing these costumes again. I was was surprised that we were gonna get them back. Yeah, um, honestly. So this felt really good. This was a big surprise. As cool as the cop uniforms are, these are objectively better. Yeah. Yeah. This is. This is these you know are why? these uh, are our heroes. Mark's got fingerless gloves. Yeah, Mark does have those fingerless gloves. Yes. Love it. So they get their costumes back. Um, Mark is a little hesitant, though, and I think it's interesting. And I mean, it makes sense because you know the last we saw of Mark last volume was him saying being a hero is bullshit. True. And now he's in a hero costume, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like yeah. he's so like this costume has so much hero trauma tied to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's been kind of skittish about wearing the costume since. Uh, since issue they moved out there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, like it, it makes a lot of sense. And but I also love the argument here that's between them because it's just like, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't need to wear a mask anymore. My identity isn't secret. So what's the point? And she just goes, isn't it looks cool enough. The damn thing will get ripped off within five minutes of your first fight anyway. And I'm like, that is yeah. the artist speaking to the writer. Uh-huh. On <laughs> this. Uh-huh. A lot of times. Absolutely love it. And so they, uh, 
They head out. They <laughs> yes. head back to their apartment, and Tara is absolutely roasting them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Like can't can't I can't wait for Tara to see our little girl to see us in our costumes, and she's just. It's so funny. She's like, is this what everyone on Earth wears? Grandma doesn't wear this. <laughs> Just very, very good. Why are you naked? Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, uh, Eve is like, you know, we should they we gotta be able to move around. And she's like, the cape makes you move faster. And Eve's just like, the cape just looks cute. She's like, the cape is cute. I want one. <laughs> Done argument over yeah so they get to have one last day together and just like every other multi-panel sequence with the family i absolutely adored this this was the hardest one though this was because it gets progressively more sad Uh as it it goes along um those last four those last four bottom panels are the worst Oh, there's, that... there's there's no guarantee that they come back yeah. and yeah. this makes me really scared i i never like seeing in. a child i never like seeing a child go to bed crying it's, yeah it's like the worst it's the worst things to see like she realizes that they're not coming they might not coming back and then they do one little story time before they go to bed and it's just so heartbreaking I thought you were just going to say, I don't like seeing a child. Yeah. <laughs> that too. I just, the most horrible thing I could just, see is a child. child. And, I just, <laughs> and I just like, that, nah. Is that what's worse than a rapist? Like a child. <laughs> <laughs> a child. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is heartbreaking. I also love that they're, that the book that he's reading is Dr. Zeus. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's fucking <laughs> love it. I just so noticed it this first, this, this time. <laughs> Oh, I man. fucking love that. So it looks like Debbie is going to stay on Telescria and take care of Tara when while they're off. So everybody suits up. They're getting ready to go. Um, yeah, I am. This feels like a big deal. This feels like we're heading to the final battle. Mm-hmm. And it is woof. This is uh, yeah, it's. Recently, uh, Malcolm and I have been playing the Guardians of the Galaxy game. And in a video game, there is a moment where you kind of know, okay, we're heading to the last level. Yep, this is the last chance to save and to upgrade my weapons. This is what it feels like. (laughs) Yep. This is that moment. Uh Uh-huh. And so Alan kind of lays out the plan. He's like, look, we're going to start retaking a bunch of planets. And Mark straight up goes, I have a better idea. I love it. Your plan fucking sucks. Let's do my plan instead. I love it. Which brings us to chapter 135. Love it when a plan comes together. That's what the that's what the editors say in the back. <laughs> and so we see Ursal and nineteen ninety-seven Superboy um, yep. flying through <laughs> this planet. Yep. I thought you were gonna say clone figure one ninety-seven, whatever it is. Probably. <laughs> from, from, yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah. they're taking a new planet you know as thrag says the new viltrum empire thrives meanwhile on another planet they are doing the same thing they're basically like spreading their influence probably mm-hmm. in the same way that the original viltrum empire that the viltrum empire did uh-huh yeah. and so 
we cut to a different planet where another one of these, you know, new new Viltrums, uh, new Viltrumites gets a tackled neutral. by a, a Neutrum, a new. Jimmy Neutrum, oh Jimmy Jimmy Neutrum, Jimmy Neutrum, brain blast, brain blast, so, <laughs> got a blast. So, <laughs> so uh, we're all so cool. We are. We're so we're cool. so hip. We're, we're referencing cartoons that haven't been on air for over 10 years. We are so yeah, cool. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Bunch of cool guys. We're guys the kids in America. Books. Whoa. We're the kids. We're the kids in- in- you remember America. that movie? Remember that sequence in that movie? That Jimmy Neutron oh, yeah. movie? I wasn't, oh, I wasn't yeah. alive when that movie came out. I'm Don't sorry. fucking lie, you old man. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. So I was after my time. So Mark tackles Jimmy Neutron. And they begin their campaign where they are essentially just attacking this planet, right? Um, they are going after, they're liberating the single planet, essentially. Um, and he's basically like, look, let's, they subdue this guy. He's like, it's only a matter of time. My father's going to get, my daddy's going to get here and he's going to be <laughs> very mad. Shwoos. Just wait until daddy comes. Mm. It's only a matter of time. Shwoos. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're basically like, all right, we are going to be here for a little bit. Meanwhile, one of the, one of the Jimmy Neutrums flew away into space while the space racer is in hot pursuit tailing him and following him back to their flagship so uh, we also got to talk about the fact that thresh is fucking awesome yes absolutely thresh is terrifying and i love her she's just slicing up all these dudes and eve's like whoa wait a second like we're trying to liberate these people like what are you doing and thresh just straight up says turn against coalition they did fight them we are correct like, <laughs> and she's and she's basically just like, look, like you could fight it, go for it, but don't kill them. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'll try. Succeed is a different story, and just goes for it. Thrush is badass. Yeah, she's awesome. The Battle Beast legacy continues. I wish she started calling herself Battle Beast. I think that would have been really goddamn cool. That would have been yeah. really cool, actually. So Alan is showing some hesitation about the plan, but Mark. Mark's got it. He knows what's going on. Meanwhile, speaking of Battle Beast, Thrag uh-huh. and his Jimmy Neutrums show up on Battle Beast's home planet. The, They're grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, talk about this. Talk about this for a second. It, it, they land on the planet and uh, the, the dignitary that's meeting them, the king, yeah. Says you honor us, Thrag, the great Thok, known as throughout the ba- cosmos. We also got Battle Beast's Beast. actual name, Thok. Yeah, Thok. Yeah, Thok. His name is an automatopoeia. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, you know the great. It's, Thok it's no known baguette. Throughout the cosmos, but, you know. it's no baguette. It's no Zutalor. But uh, but Thok's pretty cool. But Thok, Thok is pretty cool. Uh, talking about you know like he brought him back home. Like he he brought us this utopia. You now visit. After our conflicts were over, he craved more and we lost him to the stars. But you brought him home. And they're so grateful for this. And he bows to Thread, mm-hmm. which is insane. And like his advisor immediately is like, whoa, like what, what do you do? His his advisor, the uh, the, the king's name is Rock, Rock, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rock and Throck and Rock and Throck and Bach and 
talk TikTok. doc mock because the advisor is ambassador mock ah, uh, like hell yeah it's wild uh and then you know the ambassador has spoken out of turn so the king has him assassinated <laughs> just straight it's up wild. just murks him like, yeah. it's wild like this is a crazy thing this is the most game of thrones it gets so the the remaining uh jimmy neutrum flies over to the planet space racers basically like look he led me right to the base. Let's get this bread. And <laughs> as as the uh, as Thrag gets ready to, I love this scene. Okay, I I just want to talk about this for a second. The this, Debbie and uh, yes, Tara scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because this is this is Tara and Debbie. You know, I I'm glad that we got this because I don't know how much more flashing back to them we're gonna get for the rest of this volume or next volume right i just loved having the two of them together uh-huh. where she's basically like and tara makes a very good point she's like i just got my daddy back and he left and i'm afraid i'm gonna forget him heartbreaking mm. heartbreaking and so she's like could they get hurt fighting and debbie's like yeah look your parents are strong and they're they made you strong you know you're gonna be fine just be strong. And she starts like flexing, puffing herself up. You and know? she's like, What do you do? She's like, She's being strong. Fucking terrible. I love it. She's the greatest. She's, she's the, the best. best. She's the she's best kid. Absolutely amazing. I love this next moment too, where like Thrag shows up and one of his Jimmy Neutrums is like, in honor of your recent victory, Daddy, I want to present you with. And Thrag just backhands this guy. It's like, <laughs> Punches him right in the beef. I love it. I don't. I don't <laughs> want your stupid trophy. And so, so they go in there. And you can yes, father. Him. Sorry, father. <laughs> I'm sorry, father. Shwoo, mm. shwoo. <laughs> and so Ursal sees this. You can tell she's been having doubts. She goes to punch the wall, and the sound of the punch makes a little bit louder than you would think. Yep. And she's like, "Wait a second. We do American onomatopoeias here." Why did that sound French? <laughs> so why does it sound you, like I'm at a football match? What's going on? Like, what <laughs> Move his alas. And then you see to the sound of ole, 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 ole. You see fucking Space Racer doing this incredible double page spread. Just yeah. raining fire so from the good. sky. Next double page spread. Fucking, we get our crew. We got our Hell Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. Diving it's the Fantastic into, Four. It's the Fantastic Four. Straight, up, straight <laughs> up is what it is. Look at them. Oh my they God, you're the right. There four. is no oh way this my... wasn't done on purpose. Holy There's no, no way. It has to be. And that's, at... I mean, they've been leading to this for a while because yes. fuck me. Alan has been getting more Ben Grimm looking by the issue. He has. Seriously. So that by the time you get to this point, yeah, it's just the Fantastic Four. Straight up the Fantastic Four. Like, it's God, so man. tight. Oh my God, I didn't even notice that. That's Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And oh. then Thrag is Dr. Doom. Yep. Yes, yes, he is. Because the, you because you look at that next page where yeah. he's watching out the window and he's like, finally. Like finally. it's very finally, Richards. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Exactly. Grayson. You're here. Grayson. Oh. <laughs> Blow that it's hunk just, of junk out of the sky. Out of the sky. 
<laughs> Which brings us to chapter 136, All Out War. Thrag is calling for his uh, army to mobilize. And he's, I love this too. He's just like, I didn't expect this so soon. Impressive. Very, Im and then he gets whipped out of his building because they basically threw a spaceship at it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. So they've so got his good. attention. They're ready to fuck him up. Thrag makes this grand speech where he's like, Viltramites of the Empire, let's end this quickly. All forces converge on me. And then this is terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Like he throws them all. Yeah. yeah like he just like, like and they all just swarm. It is this giant swarm. All of the of doom bots purple kids. get all, just <laughs> all of the doom bots. All the doom bots, this army of Jimmy Neutrums are sent at them. And I am really annoyed that the one in the bottom right kind of resembles Oliver. Has a mustache? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Kind of resembles yeah. Olivier. I'm yeah. Really mad about purpose. it. That's on purpose. Makes me mad. Yeah. And yeah. Alan in the next panel is just like, there are too many of them. Like just this wide eyed look. And so we no get another clue. quick flash <laughs> back to uh, Telescria. We get to see that uh, Haluma and uh, Debbie are having a nice little moment. Haluma drinking out of this coffee cup is the strangest fucking thing. I just I have to like say. It. I don't like it. It's very strange. I mean, yeah, it's, well, it's very, it's very uh, her kind of like, you know, it's, yeah, what do you no, expect from no judgment, but yeah, no. it's just very strange. Yeah, I don't like watching it. I I, I don't like looking at it. It's so <laughs> you, you hear a little boom, or they they hear a they hear a Perry, and so they go to the next room <laughs> and Jeez. find that uh, <laughs> that Tara has flown into the ceiling. And, oh yeah, and she's sitting there, and Debbie's like yelling at her, like you're supposed to be playing with your cousins, not flying into the ceiling. You could have hurt them. And fucking Tara is just like, babies are boring. Was I ever this boring? You must have hated me. Hated me. <laughs> I, I love, love it. I love the panel, the the like second panel on this page, where Tara's like upside down on the couch where she's crashed. Yeah. It's just, what? Like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm busy. <laughs> Ryan Otley is so good with children. He's yeah. so good at drawing children and like their expressions and how expressive they are. Like it's, yeah, it's almost the anti genius. John Romita Jr. in that way. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, that's that's rude. Okay, <laughs> am I wrong? Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. You're tell wrong. me he tell me he can draw children. You're wrong. He draws children. Tell me he can draw good children. I think he can draw pretty good children. Okay. They're not as good as Ryan what so what books are you Tara. reading where he can draw children? I think that Hit Girl looks like a child. I like that all of his children have really big ass heads because kids Moving have really big ass on. heads. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is an argument for off mic. Um, but um, yeah, Tara is <laughs> basically in battle mode. She's like, I got to get good. I got to get good at fighting. I got to get strong. Yeah. But we see that it has had a negative effect on Haluma. And she's like, you know, she... You know, Olivier made me feel safe. Thrag is out there. Viltrumites are everywhere and he's gone. I heard that noise and I thought I'd lost them too. I just, I can't. And this snaps Tara out of her battle rage and 
she this poor kid oh my god kid, blaming herself yeah. for olivier's death i god and she says this she says this line that breaks my heart she says i'm sorry he died i hope that never happens to anyone else ever again ever and then that's immediately page turn yeah with invincible just absolutely bodying these jimmy neutrums yeah mm-hmm. just these things are not strong enough yet these nope. things are not strong enough to deal with him and nope. every single time they hit them they are shattering yep yeah just absolutely wild like yep, they're done fucked up like the the faces being thrown off of their own bodies. That one and, that tries to headbutt him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just smashes her brains in because he's more powerful. It's just wow. Yep. Yeah. It's just wow. They're not strong enough, but there's hundreds of thousands of them. There is too many to deal with. Even mm-hmm. with how strong they are, with their numbers, they're going to outlast them. So oh, every- yeah. Everyone regroup. I love how brutal the panel is where uh, Nolan is holding Eve and then he has to stop to block another wave. Oh of them. my God. Yeah. Just yeah. waves breaking upon the rocks. Like, yeah. It's incredible. It's brutal. It's really brutal. Rough. And then Eve goes full on She Ra and starts to like slash <laughs> these things because she can still do damage to them. Minimal, but she uh, can still do damage. Yeah. Hell yeah. Eve's so dope. Eve rules. Yeah. She's so cool. Like summoning constructs to like the breakthrough, like between yeah, the she's bar- a green lantern. them and everything. Yeah. yeah. Full green lantern. She's a green uh, lantern through storm. Oh, she's a, what yeah. is it? Sapphire. She's a, yeah. what is it? The scarlet, the sapphire. Uh, star, star, star sapphire. sapphire. Star, yeah. There yeah. you go. Absolutely. And so as. Oh my God, every- I just realized that. <laughs> As everyone is uh, 130 some <laughs> issues, and it finally like, wait hit a second. Me. Like, I mean, it looks strangely familiar. Similar to oh my god, the classic Star Sapphire costume too. Like, yeah. she's just, just with Sapphire, a cape for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just oh wow. I'm so I've been reading comic books since I was uh, as a little kid. Do you know that? <laughs> me uh, am read comics. Yeah, me, me am read. Me com- me am me am comics. Me am comics. At this point, yeah. So Ursal <laughs> sees like the needless fucking lives that are being lost here. She goes to meet with Thrag and she's like, look, we've got them on the run, but like, look at all the people who've died. It's like, don't you see the body count? And he straight up just grabs her by the throat. And see he, everything. <laughs> and he goes with the whole, you're, you're still holding on. Yep. yep. And he's basically like the fallen, whoever died, they're weak. Whoever survives, they'll be tempered by this. They're going to get stronger. You can either join the weak or you can join the strong. And it's this is why I think there are two different uh, directions they could go with that moment from earlier where he embraces her. I think that this is the definition uh, of one of those moments very specifically. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they decide we're going to retreat. We're going to get everybody out of here. And Thrag is immediately like, we're taking all the ships and we're pursuing them. So they they get back to the ship. Our heroes get back to the ship and they are heading out. They're like, Space Racer says, you know, all of our forces that have remained have joined the fleet. Uh, they're following us. They are going to be in pursuit. And we find out that this was the, the plan. plan was uh-huh yeah. 
because Mark says, you know, or Alan says, Thrax forces are in pursuit. Your plan worked. And Mark says, that was rough back there. But yeah, Nolan says, we've suffered some losses, but this is reassuring. Tell me, what is the stronghold that we're leading them to? And then it's that classic, like, sitcom slow turn to the camera where Mark says, uh... we're leading them to Earth. Pull and the, the rug goes, out. <laughs> and then you hear that uh, that Seinfeld lot. They're like, no, it's the Kirby and DZ and just boom, boom, boom. Oh, no, no, no. Well, wait a minute. That actually comes up later. That actually comes up You're way right, later. This actually, could actually yeah. be this could actually be the uh the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the Dun, 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 or however it goes. The roundabout. I'll be in the, the roundabout. roundabout. <laughs> you guys don't watch JoJo. That was good. That's all right. That's okay. I, I have not seen it. That's okay. I'm That's so fine. Sorry. So chapter 137. What's a JoJo? What's you. a JoJo? <laughs> so we open up chapter 137 with our boy, Craig, Craig the, the Redeemer. Redeemer. Craig, the, Craig Redeemer, the Redeemer. Who is also Craig the player apparently because he's yeah, gathered buddy. all of his all of his wives essentially in yeah. this in this log cabin looking place and he's like hey you guys know about each other now this is great right this is huh and you see just all the children he's had yeah and i kind um... of love it my favorite thing about this is that that is a very diverse crowd of women it is absolutely it is yeah. i think it would be very easy especially just for something that you know is admittedly like a gag you know like it's a one-page yeah. gag you know it'd be pretty easy to just make it like oh right like yeah oh a it's type. all a type yeah no yeah. like he was fulfilling his mission yeah you know of just yeah. like hey anybody you know? yeah and Anybody want a piece of this? <laughs> Anybody want a piece of the Redeemer? <laughs> but then as time has gone on, and he mentions it in this as well, he says, you know, um, I know that some of you are handling this better than others. You need to understand, though, I care deeply for all of you. Oh. So he has, he genuinely loves all of them. And you see that some of them are taking it better than others. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and I love this. He's like, oh, I'm needed in space. Um talk amongst yourselves i will return as soon as i can <laughs> Ooh, they're gonna have some dish when they come back absolutely talk love amongst it yourselves good next next page i the catharsis i got from this page right because they we've been calling him luke cage this whole time we've mentioned it we've called him luke cage we see our boy the viltramite our Luke Cage Viltramide talking oh, to his child, yeah. letting them know, hey, look, he's basically telling his son like the same talk that uh, that Nolan gave to Mark when he was around his age. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then he and apparently it's in you know response to his son got in a fight. Lucian. That's his, his son, name. That's I'm his calling name. him Lucan. I am calling him Lucan. His I, name is Lucan Cage. Uh, yeah. I understand I, both. Uh, yeah. I get it. I get um, it. But Lucan works. It's Lucan works. It's fine. He, he's basically he said he's like, look, we got to be careful about these abilities. And his son's like, next time I'll just let him hit me until he breaks his hand. And he's like, you see how much more satisfaction that would bring? <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love it. He's just like, listen, the moral high road is funny. Like, <laughs> that's very much this is very much how i picture a luke cage danny cage conversation going when she gets oh, into the first fight oh, it's yeah. like just yeah. let him hit you until he breaks his hand it's not going to take that long you're yeah, very they strong need to, they need to age that kid up jesus no <laughs> no now that i've realized how amazing tara grayson is keep danny cage at the same age forever you can age her up in increments but we know she's going to be Captain America later. We know that's coming. So yeah, don't... I'd rather her be at Terra age. She's been like two years old for the last like eight years. Okay, we can age her up to Terra age, but I don't want to give her the John Kent treatment. I don't want to no, take her. From... No, 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 no. Because yeah. we'll never get that time back. But uh, <laughs> go read Superman: Son of Kal El by. Uh, by some amazing, amazing creators. Read it. It's great. It's wonderful. It's the best book. It really is the best book. It's by really, some amazing creators. It's, just, it's and incredible. Very good. It's very incredible. Um, I think issue number five comes on this next week. I'm not, next week, yeah. Next week. That's, yeah. It's the big one. It's the mm-hmm. big one. Mm-hmm. So, um, so his wife, Miranda, comes in, and apparently they also have a daughter named Alicia. And yes. she's like older daughter, apparently, or something like that. Yeah, she says, you know, did Alicia get in trouble in school, too? And Miranda says, no, this would be about a different child of ours. And Luca's just like, really? <laughs> like, yep, you knocked me up again, you devil. <laughs> <laughs> just what is that is not a real line. I love the writing in this because it always feels realistic and like normal people are talking. But the line, yep, you knocked me up again, you devil does not feel like something real people say to each other. It sounds like a 1950s Leave it to Beaver kind of quote. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's sort of kind uh-huh. of sounds 100%. like. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malcolm probably would vouch for this. Like, th- that sounds like a white person talking like that. That's yeah. white. That's yeah. super, that's yeah. super yeah. goddamn white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that like... is so white. But yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure did. Knock me up again, you son of a devil. Let's let's go drink some mayonnaise and just have a real good drink time. Drink some mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. You know, I'm going to put on the Spurs game and we're just going to have a real good time. Uh, Spurs specifically? Game? Not even the yeah. Celtics? Oh, no, no, no. Because yeah. no, no. the Spurs be white, too. Everybody knows it. Tim Duncan? Come on. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on. Okay, no. we're, not, mm-hmm. we're not getting into mm-hmm. sports in a comic book. Mm-hmm. Club anyway, here, all right. <laughs> so, speaking of white people, the next page. Um, <laughs> I want a shirt that says, Speaking of white people. That's so funny. <laughs> we have so many shirts that we need to make. That's so Almost funny. there. TM that TM. BDE, Big Damien Energy. <laughs> And now speaking, speaking of, of white, white people. people. Speaking of white people, that's so funny. <laughs> so we meet up with who we all thought immediately from her first uh, appearance was one of the most badass Viltramites. Oh, yeah. Thula. Oh, yeah. Hell she's, yeah. She's dagger hair. She's dagger hair. She's braid. got that yeah. hair wrapped around her neck like, like it's a necklace. That's so tight. It's like so a good. necklace, not unlike a Saiyan's tail from Dragon Ball not Z. Unlike yes. A which I yes. fucking love. Yeah. yeah. Give me she's more Thula. I want more Thula. Thula's Thula. a badass, dude. Yeah. She's so cool. She's like yeah. the best. Uh, I also like that she's clearly older. I, yeah. like, I yes. really love yes. that she is like a woman in like her 40s. That's what I yeah. wanted to bring up. She looks like she's gotten older since the last time I saw her. 
Yeah. Um, like, um, but even even last time we saw her, she was still she had that same like still, grayish hair. Yeah. Yeah. She still seemed older, but she looks even older now. Like I I love that it, she is. Does it seem darker to you though? Older, older. Does, Maybe no. Because I, I think I, her hair seems like darker the last time because it was a lot more gray. It might have know. also been the shadows and the coloring as yeah, well. She more. was in the shadows well, of all her say, Della, dead filtramites. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but I loved this she's, scene because they were clearly having a little like a little get together with their neighbors, or their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These people, and you can tell that they've probably put it off for a really long time to get together mm-hmm. with those neighbors. Yeah, because those neighbors are the ones who are like, "Howdy, neighbor! Do you want to come <laughs> over for a biscuit?" Like offensively white. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Say. offensively yeah. white neighbors. Yeah. Just I love. I this. just love making tea. Do you guys like tea? I get so addictive to tea. Do you guys tea. like tea? She's I like, like She's like, sorry, I'm a bit of a tea addict myself. I always try to push it on others to make myself feel better about oh, drinking so much. And he goes, well, that backfired. And you just hear the sitcom <sighs> laughter, the can laughter in the background. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I they walked it. onto the set of According to Jim. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And it's did. not a good time. It's not so a good time. So Thula's basically like, you know, hey, we're so happy to be making new friends at the school. Our kids get along so well, you know. They're doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, like, Thula gets the little beacon that they need to leave. And she stands up. She's like, I'm going to have to go. I'll just, I'll see you back at the house. I'm sorry. And she just, like, leaves. Yeah. Just walks out the door awkwardly. And she's like, and Joyce is like, did you guys drive separately? Is she walking? And I love this. Because her her husband, who I'm just going to assume is named Hank, looks out (laughs) the window and does that classic, like, it's you know, so, Thula, always something coming up. Uh-huh. Just yeah. absolutely love it. I, I love absolutely it. love it. And then we get the next page. Ugh. I have complicated feelings about this. Ugh. This one's hard. This one's hard. Um, because we see she who will not be named. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with her husband uh, looking after their two children, or at least her two children, his one child and step son. Um, anyway, so they're having this Scott. Scott is his name. The two of them are having this moment together, looking out at the, at, at the kids, you know, he makes, I want to reiterate as we go along in this scene, that this character has done reprehensible things that can never be forgiven. However, the conversation that happens here, I think is very sweet. Because Scott is worried. He says, you know, you can fly out to the stars, walk on the moon. I just can't help but think, how is this enough for you? And she basically says, she basically goes through that the two of that that he's changed her perspective on literally everything uh-huh. on everyone on herself and that the person that she was when she met him is not the same person that she is i think that's a great sentiment i think that it's hard to address with a character whose development we got all off panel which makes it hard to quantify it However, I do really think that the scene is sweet. Yeah. And I think Scott seems like a great character. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's the that's the hard thing with the time. I was gonna say the time change, but yeah, you know, the, time, the mark Mark's time, time change. Yeah. The time um, skip is that you know the last time that Mark was there was more than five years ago. You know, right, like it, right. like that. Yeah, that moment happened about six years ago now, continuity yeah. wise. Because it took, you know, a while for them to get to Telescria. And, like, mm-hmm. it was about six years ago now. Yeah. That's a lot of time for someone, like you said, to grow off screen. But it's hard that we don't really have a context for that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think I think it's kind of, of that. I think it's kind of bold of them to do this mm-hmm. and have us see this conversation and not all of the work that led to this moment. You know, it's it's really interesting. And I don't I don't want to make this sound like um, sound like I'm bagging on the team on Kirkman, Otley, Walker and the like. No, but it's also the easiest thing they could have done. It absolutely. Which is unfortunate for sure. We don't get to see the growth here. We don't get to see the six years of, you know, I think they genuinely could tell a story about craig and about lucan and about all of the viltrumites about thula give me more thula stories forever um about them learning and growing and becoming you know earthlings um so there is a lot of like malcolm said growth that happens off screen that we don't get to be a part of and so we have to kind of just take this at face value but again, the scene that this takes place and I think is very well done. If it was a different character, I think it would have rung differently and it would have been easier to take a sincere. But again, it is impossible to look at this scene without the baggage that the character is is saddled with. Yeah. Yeah. What's sure. that? So we flash over the uh, the Viltrumites have assembled Nolan is basically filling them in like, look, Thrag's on his way. We got to get ready to fuck shit up. And I and he's and he says and he actually I think this is really interesting, too, because he's like, I am not ordering you to assist us. Make the like. Make no mistake, I'm not ordering you to assist us. You do not have to do this, but I'm asking for your help. And everybody unequivocally is like, let's go to war. Mm-hmm. which i love they I love are prepared it. to die for this planet yeah i love it so fucking cool yeah it's so cool it's very very cool so too. meanwhile we see a uh, robot doing his thing squashing some of our uh, long known uh minor villains we see tether tyrant yeah the walking tyrant, dread walking and, dread uh, insomniac insomniac that was his name insomniac that's it yeah super i love that design i love it too yeah robots doing his thing and we see that he's also in communication with zendel uh Mm -hmm. harvey two-face yeah like if billy d williams was harvey two-face basically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. read uh batman 89 yeah book it's great super freaking good they say he's the batman (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh we missed out on. Damn it. it Truly what we on. missed out on. Oh man. So the two of you know, we flash over to Mark and Nolan. Nolan's not happy that Mark essentially deceived him. He's like, you forced my hand, and Mark's like, Don't I kind of always do that? Isn't that our thing? 
you know, you want to do the right thing. I just take away the choice. Stop <laughs> looking it's... so damn pleased with yourself, son. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't help it. My plan worked. <laughs> so good. So we also get this scene. And we've been building to this scene. This has been coming for a while. real long been waiting. time. Yeah. And, Five you years. know, yeah. Uh, and Nolan mentions, you know, it's really actually kind of fascinating that they, you know, they've changed so much. Some of them seem completely different. And Mark brings her up. And Nolan finally asks what happened. And Mark isn't able to say, but is, it's communicated in the silence. And Nolan picks up on it immediately. And he does it. I don't want to get emotional talking about this, but yeah, there are a lot of ways that this scene could go. Nolan could immediately get angry with Mark or with her, could immediately go to lash out, could do all of the things that you kind of expect with hyper-masculine characters like Nolan is. Nolan answers this with compassion. <clears throat> Nolan embraces his son. And I think that's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. It uh, is. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, the uncomfortableness of the previous scene that we watched um, with, with, uh, with who, who they mentioned with her family and everything, I had this tension and didn't really, didn't really like um, accept really much what she was saying. Yeah. And it wasn't until we finally got this confrontation between Mark and, and his dad talking about it that I was like, okay, I'm okay now. I'm actually, the fact that this compassion showed up for this, for this comfortable moment to comfort this moment kind of eliminated the hatred that I had for her character um, at this yeah. point. Um, cause, um, cause it's, it still was bad, but at the same time, I'm not as furious as I am looking at her anymore. It was right here at this point um, from this conversation. Yeah. It was, it was very, it, it was amazing. It was, uh, it's, it's amazing how like this conversation grew to pretty much um, that no matter what that she, that person that she was is gone. Yeah. yeah, and it's never gonna erase what happened. It's right. never going to, you know, it's not exactly what I would call closure. Right. But for Mark, it's knowing that we can move forward. Exactly. Which I absolutely love, and it's just it's a very touching moment between father and son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even after, like what Jacob said, he says, you know, no one says she's gone. Whoever that person was, she's gone. And Mark doesn't know what to say, which I think is so human and so pitch perfect. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what to say to that. Like, and sure. so we go back to uh, Tara and Debbie. They're having uh, some more uh, grandma, granddaughter time. And the two of them, I love this. She's basically like, you know, you can't always get what you want. I know you want to go out there. I know you want to be helping, but, you know, I know you can fly. But, and, she, and she's basically like, you know, your dad wasn't able to fly until he was way older than you. And she's like, I'm the best. Go me. 
<laughs> my dad couldn't fly because he's an old man <laughs> and it's like no you're not you're not learning the lesson that i'm trying to teach you uh all right you know what fine you can hover just a little bit if you want but you can only hover and then the great page turn reveal again again page turn reveal it's like and tara get us back to the balcony right now they're flying around and that brings up this <laughs> yep Yep. Boom. So yeah. yep. that is exactly the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely pitch perfect. And so we cut back to uh, Thrag's forces and we see that Ursal oh, is this. this conversation between Ursal and this uh, Jimmy Neutrum is very it's heartbreaking. Yeah. You want to talk about it a little bit, Malcolm? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, she's she's you know in the in the trauma ward basically, uh, talking to talking to this little Jimmy Neutron, and uh, he's <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to press that. <laughs> and uh, and he's saying, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't die. And Ursal's like, what What do you mean? Like, why would you say that? And he says, I will try harder in my next battle. If I die for our cause, maybe Thrag will notice me maybe even learn my name like the fanaticism that he's inspired with his own children is really really interesting and toxic uh he's thrag is a problem and ursal is realizing it's a problem she's she tells the little boy you know like our father loves all of us like you have to know this we were created for a grand purpose to restore the empire you need to live you know and then uh <laughs> it, it also it felt like a lot of these kids are like for the fact that like how many of them think this way and yeah. how many are like exactly pretty much feel like suicide bombers basically yeah, it's, yeah. it's the whole that's it's, what it feels it's like the Hitler youth. yeah like yeah. it is for sure. straight up just that jojo rat sure. like yeah these oh kids are God. indoctrinated yeah to want to die for their cause exactly and just it's, it's the horrible. upsetting nature of just like being like you know i if I die, like maybe he'll even know my name, you know, like yeah, that's, yeah. that's your father you're talking about. That's insane. That's insane. insane. And Ursal yeah. responds like, you don't need to die to earn his favor. You need to live. You need to live. Yeah. And we can see the cracks forming. I think yeah. it's really, really cool. It's very cool. Um, we get the scene where Eve is basically told that she has to stay on the ship and she brings up a good point. Like, why am I here? Why did you bring me all the way out here if I'm going to be staying on the ship? And Mark basically says, look, like back there, those things, you know, you were part of the distraction. We were able to get out safely, but Thrag is going to be on the field for this. They can easily tear you apart. And we need to think of Tara. Like we cannot have this happen to you. I love that he brings up the fact that they're going to like engage him in combat in space too. And yeah. so like, she can't breathe can't in breathe. space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like he even says like, listen, if we go somewhere like to earth, like where you can breathe them, please. Yes. Join in. But out in space, like you, you if you get the wind knocked out of you, you're done. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, 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 Mark Grayson has grown a lot. He has. Yeah. He, it's time to bring it back. Mark Grayson is a good person. Mark Grayson, Mark is, Grayson a good is a good person. Oh, feels good to say. Yeah, feels good right? to say it and mean it, right? <laughs> yeah, Malcolm. So Mark <laughs> and Alan are getting ready for this final phase, and it. And he asks Alan, he's like, "Hey, just 
is there a reason we're flying so close to the sun? And Alan is immediately <laughs> like, oh, yeah. An awesome <laughs> reason. <laughs> and then we... S- Hold on. I, I, I want to do this right. Um, oh, God, yes. Uh, no, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Uh, hold on. It's got to be some music here. Do uh. Do, do do that dialogue exchange. Okay. Uh, here. Just here. You since you do you want to be Alan Malcolm? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, just curious though, is there a reason we're flying so close to the sun? Oh yeah, an awesome reason. It's so they can't see our additional forces until it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figure you're gonna play this. This is the best part. This is definitely the song for this. Yeah. This Absolutely. is the fucking cavalry is here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking flying around the sun. <laughs> Ooh, that red, white, and blue. <laughs> Absolutely. That is 100% going to be the song that they use in the show. I yeah. hope so. 100%. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. They're gonna if- use that song a bunch in the show, and this is gonna be like the last time they see it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I fucking hope so. I cannot wait. So the fucking Viltrumites are like, all right, let's fuck shit up. And they absolutely demolish these ships. It's so sick. It's so satisfying. So-, <laughs> yeah. so satisfying. But then Thrag shows up and he's like, no matter how many of my former Viltrumite allies they call, this battle will have a far different outcome. And he brings out the Fucking Raftars! Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. His fucking, little pets. <laughs> he's uh-huh. got Raftars and he's fucking letting them pull him like Santa on a sleigh. Uh-huh. This is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But well, you know what's more terrifying? The next page is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And then we get a monologue. Jacob, I'm going to leave this monologue to oh. you. I want yeah. you to read this mm-hmm. because we're getting cuts to the families of the Viltrumites as this is read. So go ahead. I know it will be hard to believe, but I sincerely apologize for any stress they may co- this may cause. It is not my intention to alarm you or your children for me. This is an unpleasant but unavoidable task. Vulture my children, there is so much potential in what you can do for this planet and against this planet. With your vulture my parents occupied at the moment, you are vulnerable. So while I understand your pathetic attempts to resist, I must assure you, it's for your own good. <sighs> and we see that Robot is abducting the Viltrumite kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrifying. It's so uh-huh. scary. Again, continues to be the true villain of the story. Like, seriously, like, on top Ugh. of everything that's happening, like, this is some this is of some board, this is some border this US border shit right in here. Yeah, that's th- what this, this is, is. This is the escalation of literally everything. Yeah. Huh? So chapter 138, final chapter of this volume. Oh man. We got a whole other chapter, buddy. I couldn't so, believe, I completely forgot. <laughs> so uh they're getting ready to go to battle stations. Mark gives one last look to Eve before they head out. 
And I love that leading the charge against Thrag is our boy fucking Craig the Redeemer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Our fucking boy. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Thrag like slingshots one of the Rathars. He's like swinging them around. Like it is terrifying. How yeah. he's basically like using them like the fucking Blades of Chaos from God of War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's fucking terrifying. And these Rathars are going to town on the Viltrumites. It is, it is scary. I love the usage of them for this. Yeah. Thula like, is absolutely kicking ass. She's able to sever one of the ropes so that it removes one of the Rathars from uh, Thrag's control. Craig is fighting against Ursal. And then we get the confrontation. Mm-hmm. Mark and Nolan against Thrag. Meanwhile, back at the uh, back at the Pentagon, uh, it is very interesting the direction they're going with this, where Robot has gathered all of the families, and he says, you know, I'm aware the Viltrumites have left the plan to deal with an imminent threat. If they do not succeed, that threat is coming here. I can only deduce that you would all be targets. And he's basically like, so we are going to keep you here so that you're safe. Which I get, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it smells funky. It does. Yeah. It absolutely does. And so he's basically like, all right, no, I want you to stay put. We're going to deal with this. And then as long as you're cool, we'll be cool. If you're not cool, there's going to be some problems. Mm-hmm. And so robot gets ready to jump inside this rocket and he's basically like there's a threat on its way to earth i need to make help make sure it never reaches this planet what does that mean robot because i don't like when you have shit like this i feel like this is a bomb it definitely looks like it looks like a bomb sure looks like a megaton bomb that is gonna like just pretty much just kill them all that's and he's doubling up on robot armor too, yeah. which makes me worried. Me too. Like he had his normal robot, like uh, an updated suit, robot and then, armor, and then he put in the updated one that around it, and it's just like, oh my god, what is he gonna do with this? Yeah, I feel. I am worried. I'm sure. really scared. So, meanwhile, the battle at the sun is getting a little hairy. Um. Invincible is just absolutely bodying these Jimmy Neutrums while Thrag is 1v1-ing Nolan. Yes. And, oh, God. Two great, two great double spreads. First is the battle itself, and then the next yeah. page. And then the focused uh, battle with all the little panels behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. freaking cool. Haven't seen this in a good while, you know? Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's it's really just I don't know it it sells how big this battle is. Yeah, and it sells that this is like a war to end all wars, mm-hmm. uh. at least for our characters. And so we continue on. We see that the battle is continuing to get more dire. Eve is watching from the screens, and oh man, um, Thrag is overpowering Nolan. Thrag is still at his prime. Nolan is a little over the hill. And Thrag takes Nolan by the throat and he says, still no regrets. 
Mark is able to intercept him for a moment. But Thrag, like, tosses him off. He says, you'll have your moment. Be patient. And Nolan is fighting to the very goddamn end. He is just headbutting him. He's bleeding. He's battered. And Thrag says, well done. In my absence, maybe you were the most qualified to lead. Problem is, I have no further absences planned. And he plunges his entire arm through Nolan's body. Mm. Nolan even is just like, it'll take more than that to any, you know, slashes out, just absolutely eviscerating Nolan from the center of his body out. Yeah. And to his left, yeah. That is the moment that we get. next time to be continued <laughs> woof oh man woof yeah like mark just lost his brother and it looks like he's gonna lose his dad too um that's it for volume 24 oh boy <laughs> we are we're here um it's it's been a crazy ride this i have no idea how this is gonna go Jacob and I have no idea. Malcolm has the insider knowledge. Um, this is going to be heavy. To mm-hmm. be sure. Um, mm-hmm. So as we're wrapping up here, volume 24, uh, favorite moments. And what are your final thoughts on the volume? We'll start with uh, good old Jack Brown here. Oh, yes. Um, wow. Like um, this was already setting a mood with the funeral of Olivier and um from here on in it was just like the battle the this is what I wanted the Vultramite war to be was kind of more of this showdown more than anything and it's good that we are actually getting the actual increments of the battle yeah um rather than just like getting like the the quick few points of it that 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 we had before um yeah this is incredible and it's going to be very sad when this ends. And I, I don't know what to say. Also, that, that my favorite moment is still um, uh, is that wedding. I've never felt more giddy and yeah. and happy like Tara was when I like did that page turn. God, these page turns in this book. I'm going to mm-hmm. miss this like a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss. So so it was basically that and pretty much just Tara throughout this entire comic was like my favorite part. Um, yeah, that here we are. Being a hero <laughs> is bullshit. And we're going to find out how much bullshit it's going to be at the end. Yep. And that's me. <laughs> Malcolm? Uh, this volume is a lot. Um, it was uh, not super easy to go back to. Uh, it's a lot, but it's great. Um, I love this book, man. And I hate that it is almost done. Uh, I should say nothing else because I know too much. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> i man did you say your favorite moment oh favorite moment um shoot <sighs> favorite moment might be the loop around the sun that's a classic sci-fi move it is and i love that yeah. that's that's badass as hell 
Very, it's very James T. Kirk. Yeah, yes. it's very, it's very James T. Kirk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love all of that. I love all of the Terra moments. Um, but I think genuinely the thing that I loved the most was checking in on the Viltramites with their families, seeing them how they evolve, yeah. How they've grown, how they've how they've changed, and really like the moment where Nolan is basically like, look, you have nothing to gain from this, but like I'm not commanding you to come help us, but I'm asking you. And everyone's like, cool, we're going to defend our home. Just a complete character arc. Mm -hmm. Again, I have to say as a negative, much of which was off panel, which sucks. But Mm -hmm. it is cool to have seen this happen for them. So, um, yeah, overall, just a incredible incredible part one to this two-part finale but that is going to do it for this week's geek explained book club uh next week next week it is uh it's time it's time we are going into invincible volume 25 the end of all things part two that is going to be taking us from issue 139 all the way in all the way to the end to 144. Whew. Uh, I, there's a what conversation to be had and we should probably have it off. Mic. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a conversation off mic, but uh, this is yeah. this is going to be uh, big. This is um, this is huge. This is the end of the book. I'm very excited. My first read through of Invincible has been with you all uh, listening here and with these two gentlemen. And I am going to take this with me for a very long time. This book is even more special because I got to share it with everybody here. Yeah. So um, very excited to wrap this up, but it is bittersweet. So uh, tune in next week. Next week, for the next two weeks, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Wanted to give the occasion some decorum. So next week, we're going to be tackling volume 25, The End of All Things, part two, doing issues 139 through 143. So that is going to bring us all the way up to the final issue. And then the week after that will be our big season finale for the Geek Explained Book Club, where we'll be tackling issue 144, the final invincible issue and doing just kind of a series wrap-up talking about our experience with it the entire uh, series as a whole some of our favorite moments and more Uh, but for now for my fellow protectors of earth this is eric azana i am malcolm russell nelson and i am jacob brown and we will see you next time zutaloa Allons-y! Mad.
Side. 